What is success? Success is however the individual wants to define it. Rule number one, show up. Yes. Show up to your goals, show up to your dreams, show up for yourself. Just showing up makes you a fucking champion. We love that saying, I'll believe it when I see it. You need to believe it first before you can see it. This is the perfect place. Yes. This is it. Yes. This is it. Yes. This is all we've got. Yes. What happened a minute ago is gone into eternity. Gone. You need to have a sense of urgency with things, you know, because life is not stopping. Life is life is going uh, second by second, you it's know. It's happening. As long as you're alive, you have power inside of yourself to create a different outcome. All right. <laughs> you excited for this? Nelson, I have been looking forward to this all week. Yes. I'm super excited. Yes. And then I just had the ultimate G up just in the bathroom. I absolutely love your inspirational notes on the mirror. It's just perfect. I was yeah, like, this yeah. is the what, best. What do you feel? I'm curious to hear um, what do you feel when you read them? Like uh, the notes that I have. So for everyone um, that clearly doesn't know this, I have sort of inspirational notes that I wrote to myself. They are on on my bathroom on the mirror. So mm. yeah, I'm curious to see what 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 do you thought about when when you read them? Well, a, quite a few different things. Mm. Like first of all, it really takes me back. It mm -hmm. takes me back to whenever I was trying to focus for a competition or when I just really wanted to dig in to take myself to another level. Mm -hmm. You know, I would write myself notes and I would put them on the mirror, but I would actually put them all over the house. So I was just like, oh my God, yes, I love this so yeah. much. And then it just feels so good. I read every single one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I read it and I absorbed it. And I just love these messages mm -hmm. to yourself. So, mm -hmm. and then the other thing is with my clients, with some of them, That's what I tell them to do. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. if we want to embody an identity, mm -hmm. we need to practice thinking like that to go to that next level. We need to know how to think at that level. And those notes are just perfect. Is there any particular one from those? I, I know you probably don't remember them, all of them, but was there any particular idea of all of those that stood out for you? Yeah, I mean, there are certain ones that just resonated so much. Mm -hmm. um, I really loved the one that said, I am the luckiest man alive or mm -hmm. I am the luckiest person alive. Mm -hmm. I really love just focusing on being lucky mm -hmm. because it makes you even luckier because, mm -hmm. of course, whatever you focus on, you become. Mm -hmm. And if you, it, it's about embodying it as an identity. Mm -hmm. So I, I really love that. I love the grateful one, just being so super grateful. The one that I really love is about creating your, uh, what was the one around? The reality. The, did it, was it creating my reality? Is that, yeah. is that what it was? Yeah, it's along those lines. Yeah. Like I create um, my, I, oh no, maybe you're talking about a different one. There's In the middle, up in the middle. And it's it said, I don't create, it, it was like my sort of circumstances don't happen. I create them. That was, yeah, that was the principle. Exactly. So they, it's kind of along the lines, like the perfect opportunity or the perfect moment doesn't exist. I create the perfect yes. opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And I love that because I could not agree more about it's up to us to mm. be the creator of if we want opportunities, mm -hmm. you know, I always say winners don't wait, mm -hmm. you know, sitting around mm -hmm. waiting, waiting for the opportunity. No, 
we make them happen yes. and that's what you're doing and yes. anyway so i was just like yes yes this is no so it makes cool. it make it makes me so happy you know and you know another reason why i put them in the in the bathroom is mm -hmm. because when whenever we have guests you know mm -hmm. that's a place that they're almost certain to visit <laughs> yeah and if one of those notes can make someone else mm -hmm. day a little bit better or maybe even unlock a new way of thinking or you know just to reframe and put in perspective what's mm -hmm. going on in their lives and i i was able to help with that you know mm -hmm. that that makes me so happy or even even if this happens you know that you you see them you're like fuck yeah you know i'm i'm stoked i'm pumped yeah. you know that so and um, i read them every morning every night you know in the morning it's kind of to set the baseline for the day you know yes and and remind myself also Some people ask me like, where where do you get all of this? I was like, what do you mean from where? From my brain, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I literally, I think everyone should do this at some stage, like sit down with yourself in, in a, a little bit of, you know, silence and think, just think, what do you want out of your life? You know, where, where are you? What's the big picture? Like zoom out, look at yourself from outside and think what do you want and what are you doing to get there? What's the kind of person that you are? You know, when I think of myself, I think of hard worker, you know, mm -hmm. high achiever, you know, I think of relentless. I think of, you know, uh, caring, you know, I think of someone honest. I think of someone, you know, reliable. I think of, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I think I'm, I'm smart. I think I'm, the, I, I, I think I'm super athletic, you know, I think, it, but these are all things that at the beginning, they maybe weren't true, but I made them become my reality, you know, because I keep telling these things all day in my head. Even when I go to a client's job, you know, I, I do video production if you're new here, but if I'm going Uh, to do a job mm -hmm. i'm telling myself like man my client is so lucky to have me <laughs> they have literally the best dp cinematographer filmmaker today doing this job for them right they're so freaking lucky you know like they're so lucky that they they hired the right person i'm gonna give my hundred percent on this job i'm gonna over deliver i'm gonna exceed expectations i keep telling these things to myself you know and, and not just for work i do it for everything mm -hmm. for everything you know and at at a point you you kind of like build the best version of yourself you know because you i i really believe i can accomplish anything mm -hmm. i truly believe i can accomplish anything i want in life As long as I really want it, I will pay the price. Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is. I will yeah. pay the price, you yeah. know? Yeah. So that, let's just back. <laughs> this is so good. I knew this conversation was going to go to amazing places. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're new <laughs> on the podcast, my name is Nelson. Um, just to let you know, we still don't even have a name of uh, for the podcast. Okay. So I've been recording these episodes um, and just trying to lead by example and showing people that you should be doing more than just thinking you know like yeah. like and do also, more also you don't need to be ready exactly you don't need everything to be organized and perfect and this and that no just start just start in exactly. fact the best thing is to to just start 
Exactly, exactly. So that's what I've, I've been leading by example in here. So we still don't have a name, but, but at this stage, the, now the podcast will be out, so you will know what's the name of the podcast. But today, we're very lucky. I know I've said this <laughs> in the past episodes, but I'm not kidding. All the guests we have had today I ha are high achievers and incredible human beings. We're very lucky to have a conversation with them. So I hope today you're going to get a lot of value to from learning from a high-performance coach. She's a also a four degree karate black belt so she'll tell us a little bit more about herself in, a, in just a second but her name is claudine chichiporchi is it is it is that how you pronounce perfect, it perfect yeah perfect. Yeah. yeah yeah okay it, okay we know that yeah, yeah. It, you know it, i'm happy for all accents to mm. pronounce it you know mm. so in australian it's Shishportish in okay. French, so it's actually French, so mm -hmm. it would be Shishportish. Oh, and then in okay. Spanish, it's a little bit more, you know, as you would yeah, say. So, yeah. but look, it's such a mouthful. Um, yeah. So I'm happy that you even try to pronounce it. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, awesome. So welcome to the show. Um, can you give us a little brief description of who you are for anyone that just found out about you. Sure. Well, hello, Nelson's audience. It's so fantastic to be here. My name is Claudine Shishpotish and I teach high performance mindset and emotional intelligence. I ended up in this arena, in this space of mindset and performance because I have really been obsessed with mindset from, I would say, you know, from a pretty early age, always thinking really deeply, always trying to understand, always trying to connect the dots. And I, like everyone, have traveled a diverse path um, from, you know, competitive karate to, uh, you know, uh, over 20 years in a martial arts journey um, and just competing and really sort of trying to take myself constantly to another level, constantly trying to understand, like, who am I? Um, why am I like this? Do I want to be like this? What's a better version of me? What's a better, better version of me? You know, how can I create her? How can I make those things a reality? And so, um, yeah, with high performance and with high achievement uh, can unfortunately come a lot of suffering and a lot of letdowns. And I learned that sometimes when we're really high achievers, we can have unhelpful, we can have really helpful mental frameworks to get us to where we want. But I had plenty that were really unhelpful and I have worked out how to unlock those and, and sort of really get over those so that on the other side is like freedom, joy, exhilaration, and you're achieving from this place of freedom versus this place of proving and fear. And so, you know, I just looked at my life and thought I've spent over two decades like really refining and getting really good at how to manage my own mindset and emotional state. And I could see so many people struggling. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a mindset coach and teach people how to stop leaking their mindset and their fulfillment mm -hmm. so that they can really honestly just love themselves, show up as the best version of themselves and to be mentally and emotionally free. And that's where you can hit flow state, do amazing things and really just find joy in life. I love it. I love <laughs> it. And I love your energy as well. And the, the behind of why you're doing what you're doing, right? Because it always comes back to the mm. purpose, to mm -hmm. the why. Why? And in, in, uh, I think it's so important for people to actually take the time to define what, what's their why. Why, mm. why are you here? You know, why? why? And ask yourself, what do you, what do you want? 
out of life, you know, because yeah. it, it for me, life was very cyclical, very routine-ish mm -hmm. until I took the time to analyze my life, like almost look at it if it, if it was a movie, you know. So yeah. when, I, when I was um, 23, just before coming to Australia, I had the loss of a very dear uh, friend of mine. And, you know, it, it, it made me question a lot of things about life. And for me, that's the thing what I've noticed that for a lot of people, until you have a moment like that, like a defining moment that makes you stop the hamster wheel mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, reframe everything and almost study yourself to see where you're going, you know, you might not make any improvements, right? You, you will still be trapped in the hamster wheel. But it always comes back to me because back then I defined my why, you know, why do I want to become mm -hmm. a YouTuber? Why do I want to make videos? Why do I want to be athletic? Why do I want to continuously pursue greatness? Why do I want to continue to improve my wisdom, knowledge and all these things, right? So every time I find roadblocks or obstacles or circumstances are, are not the way I wanted it to be, I can always default back to my why. You know, I can always stop and be like, okay, remind myself, why am I doing this? Oh, okay. What, what's the goal? Oh, okay. How am I going to get there? Oh, okay. So this thing that I have in front of me, I need to overcome it. There's no other option. You know, you can always kind of like study yourself in that way. Um, but I, I would love to know for, for you, what is success? <clears throat> well, success is many different things. I don't think it's really simple to just say, oh, it's just this one thing. I think that success is however the individual wants to define it. And I think that it's really important to stop and set that benchmark for yourself. So at different, we have different seasons for success, depending on where we are in our life. So sometimes success means getting a good grade at school. Sometimes success means winning a competition. And sometimes a success means healing our trauma, you know, or it means having beautiful relationships, or it means um, like being self-supportive. So I think that I have a pretty broad evaluation of what success is. Mm -hmm. For me, I personally, mm -hmm. I think that to be successful, you know, I'm biased, right? Mm -hmm. I think that when you have a mindset that supports you, that empowers you, that makes your life a joy, mm -hmm. you know, so many people are sort of and at their enemies with their own mind, with their own self. Mm -hmm. And they might tick a lot of boxes. They might achieve a lot of things. They might be mm -hmm. financially successful. But are they really successful if inside their own minds they're at a bit of a war? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I believe that the ultimate success is really to be at peace within your own self mm -hmm. because then you're just rock solid with yourself, in yourself and with yourself. And from that point of view, you really can overcome anything because you have so much trust. Mm -hmm. You know, you know that you can shine in the face of adversity. You know that you can rise in the face of tragedy. Mm -hmm. And I just love that as, you know, I think that it's impossible to not feel successful when you're in that place, you know, and the other, the other stuff is kind of like their arbitrary goals, you know, they come and they go, they come and they go. Mm -hmm. 
And when, if we value, and I did this for years, you know, valuing my success in finite periods of time or finite outcomes. But when we do that, we get the outcome and then the outcome passes. Well, where does my success go? Mm -hmm. And so I would much prefer for success to be a state of being, a way of life, you know, and really Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. like being on that journey and committing to the journey that's successful. Yeah, as as cheesy as it sounds, it's all about the journey, isn't it? Because then every time I have achieved a goal, and you see this all the time with professional athletes, you know, they, they want to be maybe Olympic medalists and, and yeah. or maybe win a world title and all this stuff. And once they do it, they're like, oh, what now? You know, I've been yeah. working my entire life for this one moment and now it just passed, you know, that that's it. Yeah. So it like, and you find out with every goal that you set yourself to, right? Like every time you've been working, I was working so hard to get my permanent residence here in Australia. It took me over five years, you wow. know? So, but once I got there, it was like, okay, the next step, you know, like the, yeah. there's always a next mountain to climb. And I think that's what also makes life exciting. Like I, 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 I will never get to a place where I'm the best I can be, you know, like you can always find a better version of yourself, you know, so that, and, and that's what makes life beautiful, right? Imagine if I tell you like, look, by the age of 50, you will accomplish everything you ever wanted. Mm-hmm. Why would you even want to live after that? Because everything, every pleasure of life gets boring. If you get, if you keep like doing it every time, mm-hmm. for everything from food to sex to travel to everything at some stage, if that's all you're doing, that it will get boring. You ne- you need almost like the struggle. You need the story. You need uh, like the pushing through, right? You need the goals, uh, or or at least that's how it works for myself. Like I, mm-hmm. that's what I how I find. A define a, an exciting life you know i try to that's what i'm trying to do live an exciting life that will leave something behind for other people and it, that it's bigger than myself right mm-hmm. that that's for me personally what it is an an exciting life but i think this will this will fit very well with what you do so what 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 is high performance mindset so typically, and sorry, Nelson, I just want to say I got I thought so many beautiful things when you were just talking then, and I thought to myself, maybe success is like enjoying every stage of being on the mountain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not just like people are so obsessed with like conquering the mountain, but if we can just enjoy the climb, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy the ascend, in, in, enjoy the peak, enjoy the the you know, the next mountain just enjoying it all like that's so successful to me i just think just the commitment to the journey mm-hmm. you know and i'm not necessarily into constantly struggling but mm-hmm. growth mm-hmm. the growth mm-hmm. and but of course growth often comes from our difficult times which exactly. is why comfort zone mm-hmm. is pushing your boundaries unhelpful. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So. okay all right so what is high performance mindset Well, I used to think that high performance mindset and being a high performer was about winning. You know, I was completely obsessed with winning. Mm -hmm. Like I just had to win. I wanted to be national champion. I wanted to, you know, be an incredible uh, karateka. I wanted to win, 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 win. I wanted one more title, another title, another title. And I used to think that sort of like this really ambitious mindset was a high achieving mindset. Mm -hmm. And 
as I mentioned before, I actually think that this style of mindset is quite flawed because it's got a lot of diminishing returns. Mm -hmm. And so what I think is more helpful is to have um, a a high performance mindset is much more than a mindset that's just striving for more, but it's a mindset that you actually love. Mm-hmm. It's a mindset that makes it a joy to just be who you are and it feels like a joy just to be yourself. So I think that that is a really high-performing mindset. And I think that a high-performing mindset is not just a mindset that's always racing and racing and racing away and trying to solve problems and trying to, you know, that that's definitely, you know, a high-performing mindset. But I think that the highest-performing mindset is also a mindset that can be still. Mm-hmm. And that we can truly have a sense of peace with, because if you really look behind what everyone truly wants, is I believe that you, if you ask why do I want this goal, why do I want this, why, 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 mm-hmm. if we follow that, eight times, ten times, you know, really what we want is to be at peace with ourselves or to be in harmony with. We might not talk like that. That might be a bit too fluffy for mm-hmm. some of the listeners, and that's totally fine. Um, but it's i think i do think it's about having a sense of like space within yourself so i think that a high performance mindset is an achieving mindset it's a mindset that supports you it's a growth filled mindset and it's a mindset that you can also be at peace with yeah right so it links a lot correct me if i'm wrong but self love right like loving who you are and because the way I see it as you were talking out I was just thinking to myself and I always remind myself this when I get to something like maybe trying to compare mm-hmm. you know like oh this person got there quicker to where I want to get this person mm-hmm. got financial freedom faster than that than me and all this stuff right so easy to compare yourself but I always go back to wait a second I look at them and I'm like is he athletic and maybe they're not and then i'll look at another person is he actually smart he, he's not he just got lucky maybe with a crypto thing um you know and i started looking at all this stuff i'm like would i trade places with them and they're like no there's not a single person in the world with whom i will trade places And as you were speaking as well, it came to mind my friend you know my friend guillaume he was yeah. the last guest by the way of the right. podcast yeah We have a lot of similarities in our stories and and the way we behave and the Mm -hmm. action we take and the goals that that we want. And, you know, like uh, it links as well with the journey. Like Mm -hmm. you you have to fall in love with who you are and the journey. That's what I found that works for me. Like learning to love myself, learning to love my own journey and understanding that without this journey there will be no juxtaposition from getting to the top of the mountain, for example. So if I, one of my biggest goals is getting financial freedom, I want it really bad and I'm doing everything in my power to get it. But if you were to give me a million dollars today, let's say, I will be so disappointed on myself because I'll be like, I couldn't earn it. It had to be given to me. You know, like I want to earn it. I want to know that I did everything to get there, to get to the top. I don't want to get in the helicopter. I want to do the road, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I want the road to be excited. I want problems to solve. I want because okay. that's what's going to make me improve, make me grow, you know, and that's the good story. There's no good story if there's no conflict. We don't like stories that are, you know, like streamlined, like, yeah, she was born a princess and ended up being the queen, you know, like, okay. you know, kind of thing. 
Yeah, but what, so universe, this is just for you. If you're listening, I would be very happy to receive an easy million thank you over and out. Mm-hmm. Um, so- <laughs> <laughs> Use the bank account. <laughs> so, yeah, so here's the thing. I, I think that why not just receive? When mm-hmm. things do come easily, let's have the grace to receive them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because sometimes we have learned to struggle so mm. much that we think that that is how everything must be all the time. And when a big win comes our way, let's just take it and, mm. and understand that you have earned that. I can mm. say from your, like, you're such a hard worker. Mm. Everything that you've ever done, everything that you've ever been through will have led to the circumstances of that easiness. Do you see? Yes. Yes. And, that, and, and that's the thing. Like as long as, Let's say that million dollars comes, right? Yes. In my head, it'll be there will be some sort of connection mm-hmm. of my hard work to the million dollars. You know, of like course. you know, uh, you know what I mean. Like instead of yes. you just waiting for life to be perfect for the, to a million dollars to just fall in your lap, like work on it for it to happen, and yeah. then eventually you get to that flow state where life is al- it's almost playing with you. Like the way he's like, the universe is like listening to, yeah, that guy has yeah. been working so hard. He's been screaming at me like that he wants this thing. Let me start flowing with him, you know, let me present opportunities to him and then being perspicacious enough to spot them and, and take them, right? I'm, I'm curious to, to know, like, do you think anyone can become a high achiever? I think it depends on what their belief system is. Mm-hmm. So, and this was one of your post-its on the mirror. It was like, I create my limitations or I decide my limits. Mm-hmm. And whether you're aware of that or not, obviously you are, but many of us aren't. And we have self-imposed identity, self-imposed limits, self-imposed belief systems. Mm-hmm. And so, To come to your question, can anyone have a high performance mindset? The question is, what is their self-identity? Do they want to, like a lot of people feel that they kind of get an ick when they think about high performance and they kind of feel like, oh, people like that are jerks and, you know, they can have like this anti sort of like high achieving thing. And that could Mm -hmm. be because maybe their parents pressured them to be high achievers and that just created this resistance and they just want to rebel from that Mm -hmm. and they just want to be free or maybe they want to see themselves as creative or, you know, there are so many things. And uh, by the way, of course you can be an Uber, you have an incredible high performing mindset and be super creative. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it really just comes down to people's identity. Like, what do they believe for themselves? You know, one of the things that you just said before is, which I loved, by the way, when you said, I am smart. And so that's someone, if someone has like this view that they can learn and that they can grow, then they can, of course, become a a very advanced thinker, have developed robust thinking, developed critical thinking, really ambitious, like very beautifully ambitious. Mm. But if I'm over here thinking I'm not good enough, I don't deserve much, if I believe that society says this is how I need to be and that's what I'm like and I'm the type of person that and I'm, you know, if that's their mental framework, Mm. then respectfully they've kind of put themselves in a position which says, no, I can't be. But in truth, of course they can. If you are conscious, if you are alive, if you are conscious, if you can think, you can improve the quality 
of your thinking and all you need is the ambition to say, I'm going to develop my thinking. Yes. I'm going to work on how I think about myself. I'm going to consciously develop and shift and change. I'm going to find out my unhelpful thinking patterns. I'm going to replace them with things that are more supportive, more empowering, truer. You know, a lot of the time our unhelpful mental frameworks, they're not even true. You know, like I'm a loser if I can't, garbage. You're a winner because of everything that you put into it, all of the effort, all of, you know. So so the long answer, the long and the short answer is, hell yeah, fuck yes. Of course people can become a high performing thinker. They just need to work on their mindset and their thinking Mm-hmm. and beliefs yeah and that and that's you nailed it you nailed it with all uh, you just said and also that's the biggest investment you can make right just taking the time to take yourself to the next level um oh i'm curious from all the people you have worked with which uh, by this time i'm guessing is thousands um what are the common traits of the high performance people, whether it's an athlete, because I know you have worked with people from many different fields, whether it's an athlete, a successful business person, someone that achieved financial freedom, the people that in a way have made it in their own way, right? Mm. What what are the common traits? Well, I I think that all too often, most people feel that they've never made it in mm-hmm. spite of their achievements. Mm-hmm. So there's this kind of contradictory like drive of like got to be more, want to be more, I can be more. And then it's kind of like having one foot on the accelerator and then quite often there's one foot on the brake. Mm-hmm. And this one foot on the brake is like, you know, I'm really good at my thing, but, you know, um maybe I'm not so good at this. And there can be these competing, conflicting mindsets. And I can find this all the way through from people who are perhaps lower level performers in life or people who would have a lot of Mm self-doubt and that is still prevalent. So I just want to, like, maybe you were like, oh, and what's this really cool mindset? I just want to let all of your listeners know that even Olympic athletes are full of fear, Mm -hmm. um, have mindsets that can really undermine them and you know at each stage of our wherever we are at in life we are going to have thoughts that are going to undermine us that are going to challenge us this is normal this is absolutely normal and then so for those really high level achievers it's about how can we weed these untrue unhelpful disempowering mindsets out and that is, um, yeah, that's really key to taking the uber achievers to another level. But fundamentally, they have a belief or working with me, they develop this huge amount of belief Mm -hmm. that I can, I will, I am. This is something I'm saying all the time. I can do this. I will do this. And then the final step in the mindset is I am. So coming back to your post-it notes, you know, I almost was like, there's one and it says, I will be X. I will be funny. Mm-hmm. I like when you can, when we can change the, I will to, I am, mm-hmm. there's like an identity shift. So let's mm-hmm. say I'm working with an athlete and they want to be like champion. I'm working with an ultra runner at the moment. And, you know, when we first started, he never even saw himself even as an athlete, it's unbelievable, but he's clocking up like huge miles. He's competed for over a decade and he just sort of saw it as this like hobby thing, but he never saw himself as an athlete. 
So we've had to work up the scale of what I call the scale of believability. Oh, like actually the first step for him was realizing I'm a contender. We got him from I'm not an athlete to I'm an athlete to I'm a contender. Now I'm getting him from I'm a contender to I'm the champ and I'm trying to teach him that it's it's not this thing over there. It's me. Mm -hmm. It's me here now. And it's this paradox of I have to embody it before it happens. It's like a black belt. Mm-hmm. It's like this real Zen koan and it's really mystical and all your senseis make you really angry when you kind of want to work out when am I going to get my black belt and, you know, you never actually ask because that scene is very disrespectful in karate mm-hmm. etiquette. Mm-hmm. But you kind of talk to some other karateka and it, we, we all know like there's this mystical thing about you'll know when you're a black belt and you're like, but how will I know? And it's like often – it's just this decision. It's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's it. I am a black belt. And it's about knowing that you could turn up to any dojo. You could have a white belt around your waist, but in your heart, in your body, in your soul, you know, I'm a black belt and people around you will know it as well mm-hmm. because it's just this embodiment of your mind, body, spirit. Everything about you says I'm black belt. Yes. So the real champs, the real high performers, it's like this knowingness. This mm-hmm. ultimate knowing that, like Nelson, we it's almost like not that we can relax, but we mm-hmm. can sort of let go. It's like, mm-hmm. of course, you're going to be financially free. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're going to do all of those things mm-hmm. because this it's just this intrinsic, I am. I am those things mm-hmm. and I'm just on my path to go and collect my destiny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. And, and a destiny that has been forged by yourself, right? That nobody did it for you. Like you created it. Because you're the creator. Yes. You're the creator. Yes. And that's what I loved about the creating opportunities. Yes. It's like, well, of course you created it. Yes. You know, I do think that there is two hands on the pen. I think mm. that writing the story of your life is you. And then I think that there's also something bigger than you. Yes. A yes. force that, yes. you know, whatever you want to call it. Things that you can't it, control. Yeah. We, you know, I mean, in, in this infinite realm, mm-hmm. in infinity, mm-hmm. it is so obnoxious to think that we are in complete control. Yes. Like, come on guys, yes. we live We're in so a floating, tiny. a yes. floating blue planet yes. in the middle of infinity. Yes. Oh, I've got everything under control. Yeah. It's like, what? We've got nothing under control. Are yes. you kidding? But at the same time, for our tiny little yeah. microcosm, we do. We can yeah. control this tiny little dust of nothing. Yes, I completely agree. And you, and you know what? I think it's hard to think of those. Have you ever done mushrooms by any chance? Uh, only um, only kind of like the portobello kind of style. So not uh, hallucinogenic, no. Yeah, because like... For me, it became very clear okay. when I did that. Like, what I, I, okay. I had a, a, a mushroom trip, and while I was there, it was almost like I was fully, like, physically fully detached from myself. And I could see myself what I was doing. I was, I was yeah. trying to explain this to a friend, like, you know, yeah, I could clearly see myself as it was a movie or, or yeah. a third person, you know, just seeing myself working in my computer super hard, like every day and, and seeing like my wow. daily routine play out and all this stuff. And, and then I'll kind of just on this, it was just this clear understanding, like, man, I'm so tiny. Right, I'm dust, you know, because then you, it was almost like zooming out yeah. and seeing, you know, first Australia, you know, like how big it is, and then zooming out and looking all the world, mm. all the way across to Venezuela, you know, and seeing like, 
damn, I'm really small. And then zooming even more and looking at the planets, how how, how tiny it was in the solar system, you know, and yeah. then like, shit, we're, we're just dust, you know, right. and we think of like yeah. these tiny things that are, that we make things so much complex than yes. what they are, right? So yeah, like once you have that understanding, you're like, man, you know, and and, and it, it does, because then that begs the question, are you even important if you're that small, right? Uh, but yeah. it, but then it's understanding that everything you do affects every, everything around you, every single decision, you know, like you coming today to do this podcast is making my life somehow different. Same with the conversation that we're, we're having right now. It's going to, in some way or form, impact your your day and in consequence, it will change the turn of events for, you, for your life, right? So yeah. everything you do matters. That's why I think it's so important to find, like, do something that you're very passionate about it, because in that way, you're really affecting the world in a positive way. Yeah. yeah. I I often, I like, I love this statement, like, about what is important. Like, when we zoom right back out, and then it's like, oh, God, I'm not important at mm -hmm. all. And I think this is such a healthy perspective to just really, like, put things in such perspective we get so caught up oh like this guy cut me off big deal get over it like yeah. we're a piece of dust move yeah. on like yes. it doesn't matter at yeah. all and then and but it's this ultimate paradox it's this incredible paradox where like nothing is important and everything is important and i think that both of those two statements are completely true yes i love that the juxtaposition of of both of them because you need both right like that understanding like yeah the person that caught me on traffic that this is really not that important. Like it doesn't zero, matter. Zero, nothing. zero. But at the same time, it, you, as you as you say, everything has this. You know, it's almost like this infinite knock-on effect. Yes. It's infinitely dynamic. You know, yes. and my life will be changed just from reading those notes and from having this conversation. Mm -hmm. And then someone, mm -hmm. one of your listeners who hears this, is their life is going to change because of one concept that they'll have picked up, and and so on. So, so I I think that. Sometimes when I find myself getting too serious, I just remember, yeah, you're going to die. It's yes, okay. Yes, you're going to be dead. Yes. No, no one cares. No one matters. Like, yes. it's fine. And then other times I think, hey, wake up. You're going to die. It, this matters. Pay attention. Be alive. Mm -hmm. Really mm -hmm. be alive now. Yes. yes. I, lo I love it. And, and you got to almost have those two cards at hand, right? Because yeah. depending, it, context matters. You know, like what, yes. what's happening? What do you have in front of you? Should you pull the card of, you know what? I'm going to die anyways. Yeah. So let me just enjoy this moment and fully suck it in. But sometimes you will yeah. need the other card. You will need like, mm. hey, life is going quick. I'm going to die. I, I need to, you know, pursue this thing that I love so much and make things happen because regardless, I'm going to die. You know, so it's almost like having those two and play at hand depending yeah. on what's the context of what's happening. So th this show, I envision that is a lot for entrepreneurs and okay. especially creative entrepreneurs. So uh, how do we unlock creativity? How do we get to that flow state that we all love so much and sometimes we come across it, but I find that a lot of people don't know how, how to, they don't have systems in place mm -hmm. to how to get there. Yeah. So how can we do that? Okay. So look, I certainly don't profess to be a creativity expert, mm -hmm. but I have spent years trying to work out how can I create flow state on tap. Mm -hmm. And 
I think that depending on everyone's medium and everyone's style, it's going to be unique to them. But I think it's really important, first of all, to explore like what your style of flow state is and what type of creativity are you looking for? So for example, are you a surfer? Are you looking for creative flow in your surfing? Or are you an athlete? Let's say you're a martial artist. How do you have flow state when you're sparring and when you're fighting? Or if you are a musician, how do you achieve that level flow state? And the way that we achieve each of those is going to be unique depending on your specific methodology. But ultimately, behind all of those various methodologies, one thing will occur, and that's the transcendence of thinking. Mm-hmm. So it's about going beyond this uh, thinking, logical, rational mind. Mm-hmm. We have to go beyond that into a space and that's where we are fully creative, fully free, fully expressive. That is our infinite potential. Mm-hmm. And so if we're sitting there criticizing, judging, analyzing, we can't hit flow state because we're in logical, like that's logical Claudine brain, right? Mm -hmm. And she's really helpful for creating solutions. She's unhelpful. It creates diminishing returns when I want to be free. Mm -hmm. So uh, learning how to go beyond your everyday thinking into this expansive, and this is why I say that the six high-performance mindset is a still mind. What I really mean by that is that that is an infinite mind. And when we're in that infinite space, we can really create anything. We can be anything, flow anyway, and that's real freedom. What, what are practical steps that someone can take to get there? So the first thing that we need, it's like, Are you aware of the the kind of like the four stages of performance and thinking? So like awareness. So we've got when I'm unskilled, I'm have unconscious incompetence. So I'm incompetent. So let's say I'm incompetent at a thing and I'm even unconscious of how bad I am. And then let's say I start practicing and learning my craft. And then I go to the next stage, which is, oh, I'm aware that I suck. Right. So I'm consciously incompetent. So I've moved from unconscious incompetence, then I've moved to uh, conscious incompetence. That's where we need to practice our craft. So you cannot achieve flow state or ultimate creativity or ultimate execution without being a brilliant technician. Understand the basics, practice the basics, do the drills, do the do the finger work on your guitar, do the pop-ups when you're surfing, like all of those things, master your craft. That is essential. Practice, 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 and practice with awareness. Mm -hmm. Then the next stage that we move to is that we kind of can be um, conscious and competent. So where from shifting in that phase, that's where we kind of start doing things automatically. We have done the second part so well that we've like, we're practicing the basics Mm. and doing that flow so well that we can do it consciously. And if you're in that phase, then you've only got one more to go. So then we can just sort of let our minds go and let freedom and autonomy take Mm. over. So that's a bit of an abstract answer. So let me put it maybe into some more concrete Yeah, something terms. digestible. Really, really tangible. Number one, practice the basics. 
master your foundations and practice those basics. Number two, um, learn how to not let your mind go. Mm Don't let it just run all over the place, but rein it back in. So when it starts thinking, analyzing, just say, oh, hey, Claudine, we're not analyzing now. We're just doing, we're just being. And having that conversation to practically bring your mind back Mm -hmm. means that you're going to be able to silence that mind. Mm -hmm. And then when you're in that silent space, that's when you can execute. So really it's two things. Number one, be so good at your craft technically. And then two, don't let your mind run all over the place. When you can practice silencing the mind in that gap, in that space, that's pure creativity, pure freedom, infinite mindset. So what are some things that help us to practice reining our mind in mm-hmm. if we're going to go meta? Yes. Okay. So literally putting conscious awareness and saying, like, let's say I start worrying about a thing. Mm. I can, uh, conscious awareness. So before when you were telling a story about like, when you were 23 and you're on the hamster wheel, I would call that autopilot thinking. It's Mm. like, we all are just on autopilot. Mm. And then something happens and we wake up. Mm. We say, oh, hey, 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 hey. Like, what are you doing? How are you behaving? How are you, right. Mm. We don't always need something big to happen. We can just choose. We can Mm. just say, I'm tuning in. I'm tuning into how I think and I'm gonna rein my thoughts in. And that's what you're doing 24 seven, Mm. instead of letting your mind run off. So you're doing it now, Mm -hmm. you know, every day in in the way that you live and Mm. all of your listeners can do exactly what you are doing. Don't let your mind run away. You just pull it back in and you say, I'm not gonna think that, hey, gently. Let's think this. Let's mm-hmm. think these thoughts instead. So we rein our mind in and then we think those thoughts. And then ultimately it's about creating space where you practice not needing to analyze. And you can just say, hey, just while I do this mm-hmm. thing, I'm not going to judge myself. I'm not going to analyze. I'm not going to criticize. I'm just going to be. And practicing being versus constantly thinking that creates a still mind, which facilitates that infinite mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love it. And there's so many things that I have picked on along the way that sometimes I feel like when you explain to people how much difference it makes, they underestimate it. You know, even like little things like the sticky notes, you know, like that, that you just saw on the, on the bathroom they're game changing. You know, they have been massive for me because it's a, I, you have this self-talk all day, but when you also see it physically in the physical world, it's like, yes, that's what I've been thinking all day. This is what I've been reminding myself all day, but that self-talk as well, you know, like it, cause it's easy to go to the, always to the negative side of things, you know, like, oh, what if I don't get the job? What if I don't become financially free? What if I fail or I lose this tournament or whatever, you know, and why don't you just switch it for the opposite? What if you win? What if I win? What if I become financially free? You know, how will that look like? How would that feel like? You know, I, sometimes I, I, when I find that I'm having maybe a difficult time or, you know, like I'm maybe not feeling as creative or I'm, my motivation is just not there, whatever it is. 
I literally sometimes just close my eyes and I start thinking about the things that I know will happen. You know, like you said, like the things that I am, because in a different dimension, right now I'm financially free. You know, you. right? Right? You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I'm the smartest I can possibly be. I'm the fittest I can possibly. Like these are just things that are to me are inevitably inevitable. Inevitable. That's such a hard word for me to pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> so, so to me, it's like there's no other outcome to it because I'm yeah. putting the work and I'm just I just want it so bad that there's no way it's not going to happen how long is it going to take I don't know and I'm prepared for the long term you know like I don't um if it happens tomorrow great I knew it was going to happen if it takes another 20 years 30 years what all good I'm here for the ride you know I'm here for the journey like because once I get there there will be another mountain there will be a something else to climb that like, they will yeah like the I don't think you can ever get to the perfect place, you know, like the... This is the perfect place. Yes. This is it. Yes. This is it. Yes. This is all we've got. Yes. That doesn't even, nothing else even exists. Yes. Like what happened a minute ago is gone into eternity. Gone. It's gone, you know. It's like yesterday feels realer than a thousand years ago, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just as gone. Yes. Yeah. So, like, if we're going to have a perfect moment, let's just choose it's this, you that know. That is now. It, yeah. and, but the great thing is that it's only, it's only ever now. Mm. That's all it can ever be. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, okay, well, it, it's coming back to that thing around, like, oh, what if success were just enjoying every part of the mountain? Mm-hmm. You know, the rocky part, the hilly part, the slippery as shit part, the, mm-hmm. you know, the really difficult stuff. I really love, Nelson, what you just said. This is so key about people dismissing things as unimportant. Mm-hmm. No, this is a huge mistake. So people think that these small things, like I might I might ask a client to do a visualization and for some reason people can have very strong resistance to doing these things that they might think are fluffy or they might not deem as tangible. So when we're training, let's say I'm an athlete, I focus predominantly on the doing. Mm-hmm. And everyone, and these athletes will say, oh, mindset is everything. Mindset's so important. And then so respectfully, how much time are you working on your mindset? Mm-hmm. So in one breath, we can say mindset is everything and people really believe it. But then if I were to say, oh, perfect, what's your mindset training? What's your actual schedule for that? Most people have zero schedule. And so just practicing imagining. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, this is, we don't need to be fluffy. Just sit down and just imagine yourself in that position. Imagine yourself. And you're going to come up with so much resistance. Mm-hmm. And all that resistance is, is you saying, I don't deserve this identity. Mm-hmm. If we can practice being at harmony, if we talk about something really practical, if your listeners only do this, do one thing, let it be this. Practice imagining amazing things happening in your life. Mm -hmm. Practice as many times as you can because it creates a sense of belief inside of ourselves. And if we can do that, like, you know, you've probably heard of the the adage, you know, most people say, uh, I'll believe it when I see it. It's like, no, no, no. You'll, you'll, when you can see it 
internally, that's when you'll believe it. When you can feel it, mm-hmm. it's about feeling it, you know, practice feeling it, having those feelings. Mm-hmm. And we can overcome all of those inner sort of barriers and obstacles when we can practice internally, it just imagining. That's why Einstein said, imagination is everything, you know, but most people are unwilling to practice just imagining. They say, oh, that's so fluffy. Is it? Is it really fluffy? Because what's really going on is that that resistance, it's kind of like saying, oh, coach, I'm not going to go and do those chin-ups because um, like why? You know, if everyone's saying, you know, these are the drills to do. And we've heard athlete after athlete, we've heard visionary after visionary say that visualizing and believing, you know, practicing believing it's so key. So let's practice it. In fact, do you know what I'm going to do when I leave here? I'm going to go home. I'm going to go and put my own post-it notes back up around the house. Yes. And I'm going to make a commitment and I respectfully challenge all of your listeners to, to do this as well. Let's just spend five minutes a day. Yes. Even just two minutes. Just give me two minutes. Give one minute. Give your dreams one minute mm-hmm. of just practicing, believing in them, seeing them happen. Believing yes. in them and seeing them happen and let us know what happens. Yeah, that, I, I love that. I love that. I, I really would love for people to take that challenge because it has made such a big difference in my life that honestly, it's almost it's almost like a hack, like a secret hack to get whatever you want, you know, yeah. prioritizing belief, you know, in my head. We love that saying, right? I'll believe it when I see it, but it, it's almost actually the, po- the opposite of that. You need to believe it first before you can see it you yes. know like you need to believe that you can become anything you want you you need to believe that you can become that thing that you always wanted to you mm. but you actually need to believe that uh, someone told me recently yeah. we were uh, driving and she says like you know when i when i listen to you you tell all these big things all these dreams all this stuff that you have all this stuff that you will accomplish and it's strange but i believe you you know, like I know you will, but when I do it for myself, for my business, uh, they, they're uh, like they're young entrepreneurs. So yeah. when I'm trying to do it for me, I don't believe I can do it. I, I like I don't think it will be successful, and that's the difference. You know, I generally believe everything I say. You know, when I say I'm gonna be financially free, okay. I fully embrace that i fully embody that like i completely know that's gonna happen yeah when i say i'm gonna deliver you the best video possible i know that's a fact you know when i say i'm gonna do this same thing when i say i'm gonna fight same thing you know like it so i i think you you should spend that time to work on on your mindset and yourself and your dreams and just like you said dedicate that time to visualize to visualize and and fully feel it right to bring it into reality yes so to your friend you know this young entrepreneur then if it's a um young woman is it yes okay so if she's struggling with her believability and if any of your listeners are struggling with your believability then all this means we don't need to panic around this and we don't need to take it as a sign Mm -hmm. that we can't do it Mm -hmm. what it means is we just need to focus on practicing believing. Mm-hmm. And this ties into like the imagination stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when we exercise our imagination, it's building my believability. And so how do we get to that point? So coming back to I can, I will, I am. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to get to the point where I am, you know, mm-hmm. I am 
this has happened. It's just I'm, you know, on that path and it's only a question of time. Mm-hmm. And wh- how do we get there? We get there by working on our belief, by s- nurturing the the possibility of it all. And so by focusing, so to your friend, you know, if she were to focus on instead of saying, oh, like, it's like she just expects the belief to be there. Mm. No, belief is never just there. Mm. We've got to work on building that muscle. Mm. So the way that we do that is by saying, how can I believe in myself? What else can I do? What else can I do to convince myself that this is going to be my reality? If we just give out at the beginning and say, oh, my belief is low, therefore I'm stuck. We can't change. We won't become that thing. So we have to do the thing that's hard. And what's hard is to practice imagining. You know, when I was um, in 2003 and I was like this rookie brown belt, I was like the lowest ranking brown belt. And I was six weeks out from the Australasian championships. And I said to myself, what's my goal for this? What's my goal for these titles? And I said, oh, well, in point fighting, I'm, I want to come third. And then I said to myself, like, why do you just want to come third? Like, what's with third? Like, that's a weird goal, Mm -hmm. you know, like why? And the truth was that was as far as I could get my believability. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I, you know, so the truth was technically I was the lowest ranking brown belt. There were going to be all these other black belts with tons more. I hadn't even competed in an open national title before, right? Mm -hmm. This was going to be my first one. And so it was pretty unrealistic to say, I'm going to win it. And then I said to myself, what if you just made a decision to win it anyway? Like, do you dare to just want to win it anyway, even though you're not the best, even though you're far from the best, that you're not the best karateka, you're not the best competitor, like you're not very experienced. What if you just had the audacity to just say, Mm -hmm. I'm going to win it anyway? And that was what I did. I said, look, that's a journey worth taking. I'm going to commit to this. And so I still kept going to training and doing all of the things, but I was already doing that. What I needed to change was my belief system about Mm -hmm. what I could achieve. So morning and night, morning and night, I would practice believing in myself. I made myself say these words out aloud. I am, and I put it all into I am. I am the Australasian champion, you know, female black belt, blah, blah, blah. And I would repeat that phrase over. Now, in when I first started saying it, oh my God, it was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. words were not coming out of my mouth. Like yeah. it was, if you had said to me, what is your level of belief? It was like zero. Yeah. And I said, yeah, you suck at this, but keep going, keep, do it again, say it again, say it again, believe mm-hmm. it again, try again, try again. And then I, it felt more natural saying it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'd do it first thing in the morning. I'd visualize myself seeing what I wanted to happen. And then I'd get up and go about my day first thing in the morning, last thing at night. I did that every single day for mm-hmm. six weeks. I did a bunch of other techniques as well. But when it came to the night before the tournament, my believability was bulletproof. Yes, solid. It was just locked in. Mm. One of the mothers 
one of the competitors' mums was going around with a video camera and asking people, how do you think you're going to go tomorrow? And I had been like really quiet. I hadn't been telling anyone mm. like this was what I was going to do and this is my – I just kept it all really quiet. Mm. And she and I were just having this super quiet conversation on the side and she mm. said, how do you think you're going to go tomorrow? Mm. And I said, everyone else is fighting for second place tomorrow. This mm. title's mine. Yes. And I just knew it. It was just this quiet knowing. Now, yes. six weeks beforehand, I'd gone from zero believability – Mm-hmm. To this is this is done. Yeah, it's a done deal. It's a done deal, and that is truly just how simple practicing believing in yourself is. But it wasn't easy. You know, I felt clumsy. I felt awkward. I felt like full of shit. You know, and I was like, hey, I've got to get over these inner barriers that I've got. And no one's going to get over them for me. I've got to do the work. I've got to show up to practicing believing. So, you know, for any of your listeners who really want to do something special, practice believing in yourself. Just practice. And with hard work, like anything, you're going to get there. And I want to add one more tip. I'm, I'm going to give away one of my secrets. Of yes, how Nelson. I have manifested a, a bunch of different things in my life. It, it's bulletproof. It works every single time. Okay, and I'm interested. You, ha- you have to be very consistent with it. But it works. It will get you whatever you want in life. You ready for this one? A hundred percent. Do not break the promises you make to yourself. Yes. I will repeat that. Listen to it and internalize yes. it. Yes. Do not break the promises you make to yourself. So when I say I will finish the video of my client tonight, yes, there's no other option. That video needs to be done tonight. When I say I will wake up tomorrow at 5 a.m., it's done. It has to happen. There's no yeah. other way around it. I will wake up tomorrow at 5 a.m. Yes. When I say I'm going to the gym, this afternoon, there's no other possible outcome other than going to the gym this afternoon. Mm. Keep every promise you make to yourself and start with small ones. Because people start too big and then they break the promise. And guess what? That hurts your belief. That hurts your reputation. What we're doing here is creating a reputation for ourselves. I've worked so long on these promises that now I have a reputation with myself that I'm a man that says what he does and does what he says. You know, that whatever I say I'm going to do, I'm just going to do it. Yes. That, that's the reputation I have with myself. And in consequence, mm-hmm. everyone around me knows me as someone that gets whatever he wants. They all believe me because they have seen it because I'm consistent. I also tell it. I'll, I I say it out loud when when they especially when there are things that I, I don't want to do. There's a bunch of those promises that I don't want to do, yeah. but I just do them because I know it will build my belief even more yeah. that I I will get whatever I want in life. And I I just you know I think it builds trust. Yes. You know the trust that you have. So you talk about the reputation with yourself. It's like you just must have so much inner trust. Like you're so mm-hmm. damn reliable, mm-hmm. and it's so awesome because every time we break any little promise to ourselves, where we do this unconsciously, we're just eroding our trust with ourselves, mm-hmm. and it's 
absolutely critical to really trust yourself. You've got to know your high performance mindset is know yourself inside out. Mm -hmm. The only person you can ever really know inside out is you. Mm -hmm. So it, what a gift. So really knowing yourself and then trusting yourself, knowing the, the, the unwavering reliability that you have mm -hmm. of being a man of his word, period. You yes. know, that is so impressive. And starting really, really small and building your way up, like I'm tricking, I, I say, I see it as tricking myself a little bit and I'm pretty good at tricking myself to get myself to do things. So I yeah, have been- Same, I'm an expert yeah. at tricking myself right. into in doing things that I don't wanna do. Yeah. I'm a master at that, awesome. you, know, you know, and you have to, you need to, because guess what, most things, are not really things that you want to do, but they need to be done. Yeah. That, that's how life is. You know, yeah. like there are a, a, a bunch of things that I don't want yeah. to do that. Yes. I've learned to love training, mm -hmm. but sometimes I don't want to go, you know, sometimes yeah. I don't want to train. Sometimes yeah. I don't want to either lift. Sometimes I don't want to go and get punched in the face. Sometimes, you know, like, but I know they need to be done. I need to continue to keep my promises yes. and build this reputation with myself. Yeah. Rule number one, show up. Yes. Rule number, like we cannot build anything or create anything. Mm. And if you can, can just perfect the art of showing, like it, you're just showing up, show up to your goals, show up to your dreams, show up for yourself. Mm -hmm. Just showing up makes you a fucking champion. Yes. You know, it just builds so much inner strength. Mm. Um, yeah. So just, just showing up and like, Lately, I, I've been sitting so much for, you know, I've been so focused on building my business and growing my business. And, you know, it, it means that all of my athleticism has sort of really, it's been dropping and dropping and dropping, you know. Mm -hmm. And I've been cool with that because I know that, you know, I spent over 20 years training my face off, you know, like spending a, a ridiculous amount of time training, committed, you know, all of my work was always catered to fitting in training, doing in training, like just my whole life's revolved around training yes. in a way. And I, I said to myself, like, yeah, that's cool. Like you've spent, now you've got to invest the time building your business and helping mm. other people. So, but then I've realized I'm not so happy with this identity that I'm creating for myself, like this sort of has been athlete. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, 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 my identity is going to be be an athlete and continue. So I was like, hey, lady, pick up your step count. Uh, you know, just get, just let's start just by walking. Mm -hmm. And oh, I was radically inspired, you know, by the guy, that incredible 23 year old who ran from Perth to Bondi. Oh, he did like nearly 4,000 yeah. kilometers. Yeah. I saw him do that and I was like, okay, all right, that's it. I'm going to do, I'm just going to start with walking mm. and I'm going to do 10 Ks a day and I can break it up any way that I want. I was like, you can walk. You're just going to get the step count up. By day four, I was like, okay, what if I were to just do a 10 minute walk, two minute run? And then I've slowly crept mm. in like this jogging and building that back up. And, you know, all of a sudden now it's two weeks down the track, mm -hmm. you know, and I've pumped out, you know, 150 Ks. I went from like a yes, step count of like 2000 steps a day to 150 Ks, you know, and I yeah. did it just by saying, I'm going to do this thing. And just like you, this unwavering. And there were times where I was like, oh my God, I've left these eight Ks till like seven o'clock at night and I'm getting up at four in the morning. It's like, 
bitch, I don't care. Put your shoes yeah, on and get out the exactly, door. Exactly, exactly, man. Like, and sometimes you gotta be ruthless with yeah. yourself. You know, to me, when yeah. my mind, because it, it's always there. That little voice, yeah. that lazy bastard that just wants you to just be chill. a couch potato. Just yeah. chill. Chill. Don't worry. You know, like ah, just enjoy can... the moment. Yeah. Whatever. It's like, <laughs> dude. No, we're getting up to work. We're making shit happen. Nothing's gonna happen. You know, you you gotta yeah. have some sense of urgency with the things that you want you know yeah. it's, not, it's not like almost driving yourself to that point of stress and that almost nothing gets done because yeah. you're too overthinking things and stuff like that yeah but you you need to have a sense of urgency with things you know because life is not stopping life is life is going uh, second by second you it's know it's happening it's fleeting it's happening yeah. and we gotta we gotta you know be in it and if we want we wonder how we end up kind of soft and scared mm -hmm. we end up soft and scared because we let ourselves off the hook over here we let ourselves off yes. the hook over there we say i don't need to do that and we keep on choosing the easy off option the soft yeah. option now i'm not saying everything needs to be like brutal and hard and mm -hmm. a struggle but if you want to be a strong person do strong things yes. you know take up challenges like and just make the decision mm-hmm that you're going to show up to do that thing, you know? So I love that. Nelson, I'm so inspired, you know, from this conversation. I can't wait. I'm like, I'm going to go and set some more goals and yeah. do some things, you know? It's like, but now's the time to act. Yes. You know, when we yes. are feeling inspired, that's usually yeah. when I make Take a decision. The momentum. Oh, yeah. yeah. I make a decision in that moment and then I kind of tell other people to make me commit or I drop it in my Instagram story and I tell my yeah. followers, yeah. like, oh, hold, hold yourself I'm going to do this you know? and I'm going to check in with you guys. So, um, you know, yeah. It, yeah. it helps with the accountability and just to, to keep showing up. Yeah, yeah. Hold yourself accountable. Make it. That's why also you can't, what I've found as well is like, for example, the Conor McGregor's, the, the, like, yeah. the really high achievers, they told everyone what they wanted. You know, cause some people say like, oh, just keep it to yourself and stuff. Mm. I, I have found that it's the opposite. You have to tell, I tell everyone, all my neighbors <laughs> in here, they all know I want to be financially free. They all ask me all the time, all the time. So how's work working? How's things? Yeah. Everything's happening, mate. I'm still on the pursuit. They hold me accountable because yeah. I already told them yes. I'm going to be financially free. So they're like, how are things, go how are things going? <laughs> you know, like some of them are like over 70s, you yeah. know, and they're like, but they're, yeah. you're getting recruits. Yes. You're, yes. you're kind of building their, it's all about yes. building the belief and they believe in you. Yes. You know, they know it's going to happen and oh, they're, they all they're know. wanting it they to happen. They all know. Yes. They're rooting for you. Yeah. You know, you know like it's so that great. like this little tribe of people that that yeah. this environment i've crafted this is what <laughs> this is the other thing you need to craft your environment to win to be a champion that, like that mm. won't happen by accident you need a plan you need to surround yourself with the right people you need to instill their beliefs you need mm. to have a mindset of steel you need to work on your body and your athleticism you need to feed it well and you need everything that is around you need to set you off in a position to win guess the name of this plant this plant is guess the name i don't know financial freedom victor <laughs> for victory of course because we do not yeah, accept thriving. anything thriving. other than victory <laughs> That, that's how crazy I am about these things. It's the sticky notes. Yeah. It's Victor on the corner. Yeah. You know, it's it's the little things. What's going to make a difference? You know? I always, so just, you know, I love this level of crazy. So in my building, sometimes 
if I park in a certain spot. So there's actually a number 88 and I always try and park in that spot because it's Stephanie Gilmore's number. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, man, I'm just vibing with Steph, you know, like eight <laughs> yes. times world champ. And yeah. it's just like worked for her, works for me. Like you can just make up anything. Yeah. We can just make up anything and invest in it and believe it, you yes. know, and just share that vision. And you know what? That plan is healthy and awesome. And I bet it's willing the the manifestation for all of the things that yes. you, you want as well. I, I bet that plant's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love it. And I, I love like these little patterns that I have. Yeah. I honestly love Victor. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of the best things we have gotten for this off. <laughs> um, look, I, it seems like I could talk with you all day long, nonstop. This is awesome. I've loved it. Um, and for closing, I, I want to get to the losers because we've been talking a lot about winners about Ooh. people that right like okay they they want to get to the next level and stuff so yeah let's talk about the losers the johnnies in the corner that are not doing anything they're yeah. just in, in complete depression they don't think life can get any better yeah. sally from from the other building as well she she doesn't think life can get any easier or better or it's not exciting mm-hmm. how do you transform yourself from a loser into something so this is a very interesting question and for me personally i actually don't like the word loser i personally don't use the word loser because there's a pretty good chance that sally comes from a traumatized family or just from an extremely difficult background or you know johnny you know whatever like i think i don't think that people are losers i think that people are lost i think that people are scared and i would rather support them to come out of that place versus sort of criticize mm-hmm. that that's just my take on things and so i do feel that the word loser is very derogatory. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. We can feel like losing and we can certainly lose things. So I'm not afraid mm-hmm. of it as a verb, mm-hmm. but as a as a term of describing someone. But how can they get out of that place? They have to realize that they are the lock and that they have the key. So no one's holding them there. No matter what, we, you know, we haven't always had the easiest life. Everyone, we don't start at this level playing field. Some of us grow up in extremely difficult families under Mm. extremely difficult circumstances. And no matter what cards we have been dealt, none of us chose that, but we just, we were born into that environment. And it's not fair because life isn't fair. Mm. And if we were born in an environment where things were unfair, we need to work out how we're going to get out of it and Mm -hmm. we need to make a decision. And we can't hope that someone's going to do it for us, Mm -hmm. but the power is actually inside of you. So Sally needs to decide, am I going to be a victim my whole life Mm -hmm. or am I going to turn this around? It's about making that decision that there is more inside of me. And in fact, I'm a human being. I have infinite potential. Right now, I feel hopeless i feel but you know what there's another side of this for everyone who might be really really challenged you know what i think that if they're still listening they're very hopeful they have belief because if they're still listening they know like they're they're doing something great for themselves now just by listening to this conversation Mm. so anyone who's listening to this conversation i know is doing something with themselves Mm. they're doing something with their life and that as long as you're alive, you have power inside of yourself to create a different outcome. 
Mm-hmm. We can choose. We can choose different. So losing is a state of mind. Don't choose it. Yes, I love that. I love that because that's exactly the way I see it. I think losing just like a, it, it's a poor mindset. It's the same thing, you know. So and and it's up to you to change it to abundance, to change it to you know unlimited potential, to change it to I'm a champion. Like it's literally up to you. Like because the sad yeah. reality is that nobody's going to save you. You know, the minute you you understand that that you're not ex- you can't be expecting for someone to show up and make your life go s- super well and you know get- I just I just think Nelson some of my clients are so lucky because I just I actually am that person for for some of my clients some of my clients are really uh, That's different because that's a mentor they, you know you're seeking for it right like yeah. you you're looking yeah. for someone and I think having mentors is imperative as well whether yeah. it's a mentor online whether it's a physical person whether it's a, a certain family member or whatever but it's, it's just knowing as well who's who's that person you know and what's the intentions that's why i think it's even better if you can pay someone because you know the intentions will be to actually help you right they, they won't have anything yeah. other than that that wanting the best for you yeah but sometimes we we can just get stuck right we can just get really stuck and again i don't think that that person is a loser i just think that that person is accidentally caught in a pattern mm-hmm. that they don't know how to get out of mm-hmm. but they can get out of it they can get out of it there is always a way there's always another side there's always light and we have to choose to look for the light in the darkest times we have to say hey man i know there's light let's turn it on let's find it i might not have it but i'm gonna i'm gonna look for it and if we can look for it it's always there It's always there. And even in the dark, we can learn how to turn on the light and we have to learn how to turn on the light for ourselves. Yeah. And and just like it always can get worse, there's always a new level of worse when you think it can't get any, any, yeah. any worse than what you are right now. The opposite is true. Yes. There's always better. There's always something can get better, you know, whether it, so you need to pay attention to the little things, you know, because you get caught up in like, oh, I'm not getting the, the amount of money I want. I'm not getting the right relationship with this. Start small, start doing little, mm-hmm. little small changes that will lead you to all the outcomes that you want and that will make your life more fulfilling. Yeah. Yes. Claudine, thank you so much for making the time to come in today. We will have to do this again because yes this is awesome and after we hear some feedback and we see what people are saying and what kind of questions they could have or anything yeah. i think we should give this a round two yeah I, I, I I, well selfishly i would absolutely love that you know that would be fantastic but yeah if any of your listeners have any questions around mindset around um winning around building and creating a high performance mindset Um, you know, send them in um, mm. and can also just invite everyone to, if they're on Instagram mm. to, they mm. can find me at, mm. at claudine.mindsetcoach. Um, please come say hi. I would absolutely, you know, I know if you're listening to Nelson, then you're an awesome human and I would love to get to know you. So come give me a follow there. Um, and of course they can, um, they, I've actually got a totally free mindset and awareness uh, coaching email that I send out. Um, it's free every single week. 
Oh, yes. So they can yes. head to my website. It's um, www.claudine, that's C-L-A-U-D-I-N-E, and then C-H-I, so claudinechi.com. And they can just jump on there. Um, I'm also going to be doing a mindset cleanse if anyone wants to nice. know how to um, get, uh, you know, uh, and I'll be guiding those actually with everyone. So usually I don't work in, too much in groups, but I thought, no, let's really create some leverage. So if anyone is up for a mindset cleanse, then head over to my website, find out when my next cleanse is on. I'm going to be releasing it yes. very, very soon and uh, running those with some seasons. So that's exciting. And yeah, drop the questions in because we'd love to answer them. And Nelson, thank you so much. You're so insightful. You're so passionate. You're so hardworking. It's honestly just such a pleasure to have this conversation with you. Thank you. Thank you for making the time today. I'm pretty sure this conversation will help <laughs> someone else to do take the right steps to become a better version of themselves. And thank you for what you're doing as well. We need more people that are doing what they're passionate about. That's what's making a greater impact in the world. So thank you for making the, the world a little bit better yeah. than what it is. Thanks so much, Nelson. Goodbye, people. We'll see you on the next episode. Good vibes for everyone. Ciao, everyone. How was that? That was epic. <laughs> so great. <laughs> I told you. They didn't tell you. I told you it was going to be great. So great. Yeah.